0: Today, Russian President Putin gives a speech about the war in Ukraine. The European Commission unblocks funds for Hungary, and the leaders of Venezuela and Guyana meet. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday, the 14th of December, 2023. Today, the Russian President Vladimir Putin is holding his first major news conference since he started his war with Ukraine back in February 2022. The event usually consists of the president responding to ordinary Russians in an event titled Direct Line with Vladimir Putin. This began all the way back in 2001 and has continued ever since, with it being rebranded as Talk with Dmitry Medvedev during the years when he was president. Last year, the event was cancelled as a result of the war in Ukraine. It's unclear why Mr Putin has decided to hold the event again this year. However, this year the event is slightly different as Putin has invited journalists along who are sitting in the audience. The event started though with a speech from the President in which he spoke of the objectives of his ongoing war in Ukraine, which he listed as denazification, demilitarisation and its neutral status. He added that these objectives do not change. Speaking further about this, Putin said that there will be peace in Ukraine when we achieve our objectives. Putin then went on to say that around 486,000 Russians have so far signed up voluntarily as contract soldiers. This claim coincides with a report published by the US this week that claims that around 315,000 Russians, or almost 90% of Russia's military personnel, had been either wounded or killed since the start of the invasion. The Russian president then went on to discuss geopolitics. Putin accused the US of imperialism, but also referred to it as an important country. He suggested that the US should respect other people and countries, and that, once the US does this, Russia would be happy to restore relations. He also suggested that it wasn't Russia that ruined the relationship with the West. He said the West ruined relations with us and they always try to push us into second or third place, ignoring our interests. He did offer praise in the speech, though, for Hungarian leader Viktor Orban and Slovakian Prime Minister Robert Fico. He explained that their actions in the EU, such as holding up EU aid to Ukraine, are not necessarily pro Russian but instead pro nationalist. At the time of writing, Putin has not yet taken questions from Russians, although it has been reported that around 2 million questions had been submitted. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Next, we move to the EU summit showdown happening in Brussels today. Big developments regarding Ukraine's accession are currently in the works, as the EU's 27 heads of government are about to discuss Ukrainian membership and a 50 billion aid package to Ukraine. Yesterday, the European Commission unblocked 10 billion euros of Hungary EU funds, previously frozen due to concerns of corruption and misuse of European funds. Brussels has withheld over 27 billion euros in recent years. So, why have these funds been unblocked? Well, because Hungary's Prime Minister Viktor Orban has threatened to block support for Ukraine on EU accession talks and has opposed the bloc's plans to allocate 50 billion euros to Kiev, unless Hungary's funding of 27 billion euros is fully unblocked. So the EU unblocking this £10 comes after Orban signalled on Wednesday a willingness to make financial deals on financial matters. And with the two-year anniversary of the war, pressure is mounting for EU leaders to financially support Ukraine. Basically, a deal needs to be made and fast. Arriving at the summit this morning, Orban stated that there is no reason to negotiate membership for Ukraine now, and that the Commission has to come back to this issue later on once Ukraine's preconditions are fulfilled. But officials and diplomats are hopeful that Orban will accept a quid pro quo deal by tomorrow. Now to a development on the Venezuela-Guyana border dispute. Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro is expected to meet with Guyanese President Ifan Ali in St. Vincent and the Grenadines today, amid a dispute over the oil-rich territory of Essequibo. A Venezuelan referendum held earlier this month suggested that 95% of the population back Venezuela's claim to the state of Essequibo, which makes up two-thirds of the total land currently controlled by Guyana but Guyana questioned the vote's turnout and said its borders are not up for discussion. Speaking to journalists earlier this week, Venezuela's foreign minister said, we hope to achieve a relaxation of tensions and lower the aggressiveness of discourse by Guyana. However, Venezuelan President Maduro made Ali even angrier last week by saying he would authorise oil exploration in the Essequibo. Both leaders have spoken with UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres about the dispute, and other South American countries have urged a peaceful resolution. The Prime Minister of Vincent and the Grenadines, Ralph Gonsalves, is expected to host today's meeting between the two leaders. The dispute is currently before the International Court of Justice, though a final ruling could still be years away. Over to the US now, where the House of Representatives has voted to formalise an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Despite concerns, the investigation has not yet found evidence of any wrongdoing. Three Republican-controlled House committees allege that President Biden has benefited from his son Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings during his tenure as vice president. The Oversight Committee claims the Biden family and its associates received more than $24 million from sources in China, Kazakhstan, Romania, Russia and Ukraine between 2014 and 2019. Joe Biden has hit out at the investigators of the inquiry, which he called a baseless political stunt, saying, instead of doing anything to help make Americans' lives better, they're focused on attacking me with lies. Former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy launched the inquiry in September, saying Republicans had found a culture of corruption surrounding Joe Biden. The impeachment process, which takes months, can ultimately lead to the removal of the president from office if they are convicted of high crimes and misdemeanours. The inquiry could cause a major headache for Biden's 2024 presidential campaign, in which he's likely to face twice-impeached former president Donald Trump. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss same-sex marriage in Thailand. As things stand, only two Asian countries recognise same-sex marriage. This will soon be three, as Thailand's Cabinet approved a bill allowing this this month. The amendment to the law will be laid before Parliament later in the month. While historically Thailand has been known as an LGBTQ friendly country, lawmakers have not been quick to change the law to reflect this. The new government, though, campaigned on the promise of new LGBTQ plus legislation, something it seems they're about to live up to. That's all for today, but if you want more from us, then you should pick up a copy of our newspaper, Too Long. And if you've been considering it for a while, then this week only, the code TLDR Daily will get you 30% off, so it's the ideal time to buy. If you don't know, Too Long is our one-off newspaper, which summarises everything that happened in 2023, as well as looking forward to 2024. It's full of exclusive analysis and explainers from the TLDR team, as well as a whole bunch of our favourite creators. We also put a ton of effort into the design, putting together a load of high-quality graphics and designs. As I say, if you want a copy, you can head over to our website and secure 30% off the normal price by using the code TLDRdaily.